This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We've got another hour of the program. Kelly McDonald's in our studios right there. And we're in December, and it's that build up to the Christmas time. And we're even going to speak New Year's in a few moments. With who? Well, it's time to talk sports with Brock Richardson. I'm Brock Richardson, and I love sports. As a former pro athlete, I bring you the sports angle beyond the headlines, plus parasport news and analysis. We always start the segment by asking Brock, what is your leadoff item? And you really, this time, have a leadoff item that actually leads off next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It's, uh, and the reason it's a leadoff item today is because it was announced uh, uh, late this week uh, that the Professional Women's Hockey League will get going um, on January 1st with the first game between New York and Toronto. The game will be held at 12.30 Eastern Time at the Madame Athletic Center in downtown Toronto, which will lead into the NHL's coverage of the outdoor game, which is their uh, New Year's Day classic. So it's kind of cool. And I, I the second piece that I'm going to tell you, I, um, I'm going to tell you that there's also some other big news that's coming up for me in uh, my professional career, or let's put it as an extension of, uh, but more news on that will come in the coming weeks, but I'll leave the audience oh. with that little teaser and uh, oh my goodness. we'll chat about nice. it in a couple of weeks. Cause if I say too much more, I might get myself in trouble. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. The hands being slapped now. Come now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, you're not going to egg him on or none of that. Okay. We'll Don't, just, we'll oh, save no, no, that no. stuff for John Melville. Okay. Um, yeah. And David Arrington. <laughs> David Arrington. <laughs> <laughs> is Mark come around? No, it's Friday. I think we're good. Okay. So oh, they're already left. Brocky, um, I'm excited to hear about the rest of the stuff and exciting about the um, Pro Women's Hockey League. Like, that's really fantastic. How long has this been in the works? Do you know? How long have uh, they, we been hearing about it? They've uh, been touting around with putting on uh, this league for a while since the former league uh, folded a couple of years ago and they finally put it together we just didn't know when and the date we knew of the six teams that are going to be involved in the league each team will play 22 games in its regular season we just didn't know when the official date was but it's very very cool that it's going to be there and credit to the women who are going to be a part of it and i think a lot of the sort of question becomes um you know why is there only six teams and i think the the appropriate answer to this is because when you look at the way that the women's game is currently standing you look at the canadian and the u.s teams which a lot of these individuals are going to make up the six teams what they want to do is showcase the game in its you know the skill level that it is and i think there is quite a bit of a drop-off today after these six teams and they want to give the best product to make sure that this Mm -hmm. league uh gets a good start off in its footing and i think that that's where we're at but hopefully we do see some expansion and more women get involved in the game because of this league coming back into form Mm -hmm. well and you know what it's it's kind of apropos because when the nhl got going as we know it we had something called the original six Mm -hmm. yeah okay exactly 
Um, let's talk about Parapanam, which is going back because it ended last weekend. Uh, but when during the conclusion, something kind of disappointing happened uh, over that final weekend. So can you elaborate? Tell us what went on. Yeah, so if we look at the uh, way that CBC did things, and I, we talked about this a little bit, but just to give a little bit of a refresher, they had uh, three channels running, but they chose what we were watching at any given time. And they had the right of moving games wherever they wanted to, and you could jump into games here, there, and everywhere. And as the weekend went on, they were only using two channels because of uh, a volume of sports and just things like that. We were in the middle of watching a a gold medal BC4 game uh, in Bocce, which was two-on-two, two, and it was halfway through the game, and CBC decided we're going to cut into this uh, and move it over to the bronze medal uh, men's wheelchair basketball game. Uh, this made me feel like I was back in the days when I was growing up of like, you know, the early 90s of, oh, the 11 o'clock news is coming on. And so we're going to cut into a uh, a hockey game or whatever was going on at that moment in time. I really, really think this was a complete uh, misstep. I'm not sure whether it was a mistake. I'm not sure whether it was intentionally done. But I can tell you that I missed watching this gold medal game in which Canada was a part of and it ultimately mm. took home the medal. I just think there was a few... Uh, missteps you you we talked about this offline of you know uh watching sports and getting names wrong and scores wrong and it just, yeah i mean there was just things that just happened but this was the uh the penultimate situation where i went really canada's in a gold medal game and this <laughs> is the misstep we take yikes it's it's yeah. harsh because um we get really, really excited. Like when we know that CBC's covering and when we know that para sports are being covered, we get so amped about that because, you know, why not, right? Like this is supposed to be where we're going. These are the milestones that we keep track of. And of course, there's a community of us and hopefully more um, that are tuning in. So it's almost like we start to get insecure and, and start questioning the things like, uh, do you not think that people are watching these games? Do you not think that people are prioritizing? And then as you said, like several times already, it's Canada. So if Canada's involved in something, um, aren't we supposed to be covering, not to mention that it's the championship games? And I, and I certainly don't mean to uh, trivialize the uh, men's wheelchair basketball game here, but I, I will say that, you know, this is, the game that they cut in from was a game that was going to be on the line for, you know, Paralympics qualification. Mm. The The men's basketball game was a game that allowed them to get into the qualification tournament. And yes, that is important. But to me, this just shows that divide between everybody knows wheelchair basketball, yes. everybody knows swimming, everybody yeah. knows. And, and that's Bigger the part audience. where I just kind of go, uh, okay, but this is still a gold medal game and it means something for people. So I was highly highly disappointed and i really want to believe and i want to and i want to sort of leave it here at least from my thoughts is i really want to believe that this was purely a misstep 
I I really want to mm. believe somebody made a mistake. Uh, you know, yeah. that, that you, wasn't you can meant. believe that, but I'm not buying. I, it I think that scheduling I, is something that's uh, way planned. Like it's the first thing well, that's planned. It is. So. It, and and unfortunately, yeah. they know the numbers. They know who's mm-hmm. watching, who's yeah. not, and and what's trying... available for streaming and what's going on. Like you guys are well, aware. I have to, and I have to ask you guys if you were doing this, knowing the struggles that Parasport has, and you've got people who you know are going to watch this basketball and down the road see by doing this it's a benefit in your mind this i'm not saying it's necessarily true to all sports to have this audience growing growing if it is just basically watching basketball and interrupting things like that i i think you get stuck saying well yeah but we really need to grow this and this is the thing people are waiting to watch not this even though you know, some people are very loyal to it and saying, hey, man, what about all the other sports that we're not talking about that they did the very same thing to? Mm-hmm. Um, and Brock, yeah. we we saw this in the olden days with different sports, too, when technology just didn't allow so many things to be where we, we, you'd cut in and out and you'd move stuff from stream yeah, to stream. Or but that's no longer channel, an excuse, right? right? Like no, now, it shouldn't now... be, but... But it's just new. You would never get it. That's what I was just going to say. The coverage feels new. So like this kind of conversation feels very young. But I really don't think any of these are excuses. I I think that we have. And they weren't then. Yeah. But it's unfortunately the way you look at it. It's more of a prioritizing now. It is. And it's because of the whole who is really we are looking at such a small audience still. Yeah, that's going to so be. So we don't need to this. be as clean. Like I mean, the names. I don't even think it's that. It's trying to get the audience to get bigger so they're pleasing. Mm-hmm. Oh well, Kelly and Rummy are going to watch but this. Brock's the only one upset about it. Let's. The irony put Kelly is and though. Game on. The irony is though how professionally it's supposed to be done, right? Like if you want yep. people to tune in, it's got to be professionally and fairly done. I mean, it's not just fans. It's families of athletes. It's athletes who are watching their teammates uh, at these performances. Like there's so much to consider and you know when you hear people's names being wrong through an entire game you're thinking what the heck like did somebody even look at the script yeah (laughs) and i think you said it a moment ago it, we don't have to do that anymore, but we do because somebody is looking at resources and money and, you know, the numbers and mm-hmm. so on and saying, no, 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 cut away from that. Brock, I want to skip I over th- to a little I, baseball. I think whether whether right, wrong or indifferent, we have to remember that these commentators, the likelihood of them knowing the the, the sports yeah. or knowing the detail, they're sitting there and, and ready to do it. And they're doing the best that they can. That's not an excuse, because to me, they should be versed in it. Not, but yeah. that is a point that I... Professionalism, that I, well, please. It, 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 yeah. But it's not their main gig, like we saw even a few years yeah. ago when, oh, who was it named the wrong person coming out of the swimming pool, the Canadian broadcaster, and really got heat. And yeah. he corrected himself, but for that moment. Uh, sir, let's mm-hmm. talk about the hi- hi- hiring of Carlos Feebles as the third base coach for the Blue Jays. There seems to be a lot of coaches being hired, and there's some potential news about Toronto's bench, Blue Jays bench coach, Don Mattingly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really, this is weird to me because they are focusing on hiring coaches right now. And to me, I look at this and I think coaches are great and coaches are what we need. Um, But I think we need to look at maybe at some point putting some players on the field and and doing this. I think for me, I think it's it's you know, we it's okay. You know, I'm okay with the hiring of DeMarlo Hale, who comes back uh, when he was with uh, John, John Gibbons. That's fine. But I think we need to look at moving towards 
putting players on the field. And as for Don Mattingly, yes, there are some interest in the uh, Milwaukee Brewers uh, wanting him, and that's fine. But I just think there's a lot being made right now of coaches, and it's it's not what I want to see as a, as a fan of, Interesting. Uh, of Interesting. the team. It's not. Interesting. And the reason I say that, is because of how mad everybody got when poor judgment of let's take this pitcher out who's got the game in hand. And we are saying how uh, a certain Blue Jay can't hit the ball the, uh, off the side of a barn and somebody must be talking and pushing him and he must be having too many people in his ear. Coaches. So I, I like it. I want to see change because I'm sorry. The only explanation I can come up with, bra, for why all these major league talented players did not perform this year is something went wrong in the coaching and directive. It's the only thing I can figure. So I like it because I know whenever players get around to signing and inking contracts, that could be December over there, but more likely January after Christmas after they've you know, enjoyed themselves. Thanks, pal. Thank you. Brock Richardson joins us uh, on Fridays to kick off our second hour to carry on a little bit about sports and give us some headlines and some cool stuff to talk about. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, Apple has introduced a new feature called the Year in Review, which is similar to Audible's and Spotify's. Ryan Huey has more on the Chatty Bookshelf. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.